in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. It is a war, and it is verifiable by data. You know, everybody says, follow the science, follow the data, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, we have been focusing on not just... Uh, we haven't been focusing on speculation and hearsay and controversial things like a conspiracy and all that. What we try to do is get to the source. And one of the sources that we found more than 20 weeks ago... I think, what are we on, number 23 now? Mm-hmm. This is Vaccine War Headlines number 23. Which means for 23 weeks, we have been reporting on the VAERS Adverse Event Report. That's the V-A-E-R-S, COVID Vaccine Adverse Event Reports. That comes from openvares.com. So this is data that the government has verified that has, has been verified by the government. Because there are, some say, 10 times or 40 times as many reports that aren't verified in yeah, these statistics? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on the percentage, but yeah, there's... I think we said it before. It was between yeah. 10 and 40. Something I think Stu even said 40. Yeah. So what we can verify, this is just a small little slice of the pie, okay? This is what we can verify. The reports that actually made it. Yeah. That got reported. Yeah. Do you mind going ahead and reading some of those numbers? And I'm going to hop on and monitor our sound level and see if we're doing okay. And folks out there, just let us know how it sounds. If there's any listening issues, we are live on diggingdeeper.us, sponsored and brought to you by Hale Multimedia and the Hangover Gang. So I'm going to check the levels. Andy's going to give you those numbers on the VAERS report. So this report is through April 1st of 2022. As of April 1st, there have been 1,216,787 reports. Out of those, 26,693 deaths. 147,677 hospitalizations. 126,639 urgent care visits. 186,550 doctor office visits, 9,580 anaphylaxis, 15,000 Bell's palsy, almost 4,500 miscarriages, 13,677 heart attacks, 38,000 myocarditis, pericarditis reports. 49,516 permanently disabled, 6,301 thrombocytopenia low platelet count, 30,000 other life-threatening conditions, 41,451 severe allergic reactions, and 13,300 shingles. But it's safe and effective. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, at the beginning of this whole mess, they were trying to say that it was proven and they had plenty of data to back it up. Mm. And now, of course, they're reporting that maybe their data wasn't really enough, and now they're finding there's some conditions happening, and it's a nightmare. So It is. That, so is that it for the COVID vaccine That's report? for the VAERS report, yes. All right. We are gonna headline, we're going to head into the headlines now on our actual segment for vaccine war headlines. That was the VAERS report. And I think uh, Natasha will be calling in anytime. So we'll get started on the headlines. She has some really good input on this. I asked her to go ahead and give us a call tonight. So she's going to be calling in. Mm -hmm. And uh, she'll join us via cell phone through the mic here. And we'll hook up and we'll talk about some different things. So what what have you found this week? Well, there is... Uh, Dr. Tenpenny reported another sudden death. It was a 12-year-old. He, uh, Ryan Hufferman, 12 years old, died Monday at his high school. He was playing at lunch with his friends and had a heart attack. A 12-year-old had a heart attack. Yeah, 12-year-old. Yeah, the same as a 13-year-old that was named after Charlotte's Web. Yeah, yeah I can't out. believe that. Oh, it looks like we might have someone calling in. Call me Natasha. Digging deeper, this is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey, hey, it is Natasha. Okay, Natasha, let's get her on the air here with us. I appreciate you calling in. Yes. I'm happy to be here. All right, sounds good. All right, so we were just getting ready to uh, head into the other headlines past the VAERS report, and we had talked about this 12-year-old, the poor 12-year-old that had a heart attack. There's just too many kids that are affected by this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably the saddest thing for me, um, you know, because as adults, we can kind of make our own decision. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the kids just don't have don't have that capability. Yeah. yeah. And our heart breaks for the parents that have to make the decision or who were coerced into making the decision. Right. And then their kids die. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the heartache? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard either way you think about it. Really, you know, there's a lot of people that that were coerced into it, um, and then you know you also have the bad apple parents too. That you know, I've seen a lot of reports of um, teenagers online that don't want to get the vaccine, but their parents force them to. So yeah. there's also that other end of the spectrum as well. Mm. Yeah, because because of appearances or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or or fear, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, there's there's just a lot of families that have been ripped apart by the fear. You know, we heard a lot about um, like over the holidays where, uh, you know, certain members of the family weren't able to attend the holidays mm-hmm. if they weren't vaccinated. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, some some of it's um, you know really driven by fear. They think that they're you know, yeah, it's a, it's a hard situation to deal with either way. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, you kind of nailed it because I believe that our feeling when we came out of the original pandemic, because we actually never went into, we kind of felt this, in fact, this podcast started (laughs) the day that President Trump declared the national emergency, March 15th of 2020. Yeah. Uh, We called it the beginning of the end. And we knew that things were always going to be different, but we kind of sniffed out that there was just too much fishiness about this. Yeah, and and just you know, it's just too bad that you know as we came out of it, as I think 
I realized it when our church came out of it because they, our big church in Wichita Falls, Texas, shut down for a month and a half. Yeah. And I just thought that was impossible. I didn't think they would. And it was not because the pastor is a bad pastor or anything. It's because of the fear of the elders and other people in the church. And the fear is what drove those decisions. Yes. And yes. so we felt like I think one of his first sermons coming out of that experience, I believe, I think Pastor Bob had mentioned something about we can't we, we live in fear. fear. Right. We cannot live in fear. Right. And so you hit it. You're absolutely right, Natasha. Yep. It's the fear. What other headlines do you have, Andy? Well, um, I just saw another report that um, there were 15 fully vaxxed tennis players that dropped out of the Miami Open. Yeah. Because of side effects. Yeah, athletes everywhere. Athletes everywhere, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, so many of those. Natasha, you had a special input on vaccine more headlines. That first thing you told me about, what was that again? Um, yeah, so Attorney Todd Callender, he is a, um, he's, he works in the disability health and life industry, life insurance industry. Todd Callender? Um, and okay. Yes, Todd okay. Callender, C-A-L-L-E-N-D-A-R. Okay. Um, he did two interviews. I don't know the exact dates, but it was at, 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 either at the end, I think it was at the end of last month, the end of, um, March. Mm-hmm. And, um... He is uh, currently serving as a lead plaintiff counsel on ongoing federal litigation relating to uh, the compulsory COVID vaccination for members of the armed forces. Okay, oh, right. Excellent. So he's a, he's the attorney representing the, the military members. Yes, um, and the current case is uh, Robert versus Austin in the Colorado Federal District District Court. So that's ongoing, and he he talks a lot about the litigation in these two interviews. Um, about one that I'm transcribing, partially transcribing. It's halfway done, and there's just, it's definitely something that I will, I'll share the transcription with you, but once it's done, there's a lot to talk about in it as well. Oh, you know, you are always spot on, Natasha. That's why I love working with you already, and it's just, just, uh, you just joined us shortly, not too long ago, but you're so on with your topics because... Andy has that pulled up, and and she had seen that, and but uh, you you nailed it right there again. That's an important thing to talk about. Let's go ahead and cover that. Uh, yeah, I just found a clip from it, so you must found the whole. Um, yes. Awesome. Yes, yes. And, yeah. and it took me a while to find the whole uh, the whole interview too. Um, it's actually on a separate website from. But there was little clips of it this last week, and I thought that it was interesting what he was saying. So I decided to. Uh, even I've, I've watched the interview twice. It's an hour interview, mm-hmm. and I'm currently transcribing it. So. Oh my goodness! Did the does that apply? I, I I'm seeing these two headlines together on this article. Does this is this true? I mean, can they do this? Is this called death by suicide by the life insurance companies? If you chose to take the vaccination, that was that's suicide. They're not going to pay out. Um, actually, yes, um, and that's I, I have that part um, in front of me. Uh, yeah, it actually, he mentioned the landmark case, um, I believe it was out of Colorado, and the court specifically found that the, particip- the participation participation in critical trial is so hazardous that it voids the coverage of your insurance contract. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so when you talked about transcribing, I want to tell our listeners that 
Natasha is transcribing these interviews directly into our news and opinion blog or article section on diggingdeeper.us. So once those become live, then those full interviews and her hard work are going to be on display there. I think we already have one of them up, the yes. last one. Which one was that, Natasha, you just put up? The last one was uh, last week's. Yeah, last week's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The one last week was also very interesting. It was an InfoWars um, interview with Sherry, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I grabbed those clips and and plugged those in there so they could listen while they read. <laughs> but yes, yes, I, I had listened to part of that one as well last week. And then you did the transcription of two other parts that I hadn't heard. So we're a good team, girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, I I like to watch the videos, but I also, you know, I kind of gets annoying to have to, if I miss something, to rewind it and listen to it again. So it's, it's a lot easier for me to, to transcribe it out, and that way I can just read it and reread it whenever I want to. Right, right. And I think I think uh, that's appreciated by more than just me. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's kind of the, we're proving that we're going to the source. If you transcribe things instead of just saying that this person said that and then not and then not giving them that source link is, right. is just bad reporting. Right. And uh, just a quick note in case anybody doesn't know it, we just, we're fortunate, Andy and I are both fortunate to have a lot of media experience. And I was really blessed to be able to work with Lisa at The Citizen uh, Gearing Citizen newspaper in Gearing, Nebraska, as an assistant to her. She was the editor. I assisted her in doing all kinds of things uh, through the newspaper, and one of them was just editing everything uh, after everybody else had edited it. Edited it, and uh, you just you learn to appreciate uh, going to the source and finding out because you'll find out so many authors just try to cut corners, and it's gotten ten times worse since we worked in newspaper so yeah uh it's just it's refreshing to know that you're taking that time to do that so again thanks that's cool okay what other headline do you have andy um the other one i ran across and actually i ran across two um one was saying that hemorrhagic fever is the next bioweapon um but i also saw another one um but i can't find that one so there's actually more than one um, that they're trying to pull out of the hat for the next pandemic. Oh, this is a war. In other words, she you just mentioned the word bioweapon. So what uh-huh. you, you're calling this a war, and so are we. And, and Natasha agrees that this, you do agree, right, that this is a planned all-out assault on humanity? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I mean, most of our listeners do, and that's just kind of the the cold truth you know i mean how much plainer can it get when they tell us i don't know if plainer is a word (laughs) (laughs) how much more plain can it how much simpler can it get than to get it from the source and you had that doctor on who was that andy that guy jaffa oh uh uh, every every week we come up with a new big wig either in the world economic forum or at the who saying exactly what the, quote, conspiracy theorists are saying they're saying. Right. You know, like, oh, they're saying they're calling it this. Really? Are they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Just watch Harar- the tape. Harari? Harari, yeah. Yes. Dr. Harari, yeah. Oh yes, the clip this week is 
the computer says humans will lose control over their lives as algorithm algorithms decide decide their fate. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be an algorithm. You're yes. not going to be a human anymore. You're going to be a robot. He's quoted as saying, "In the not so distant future." Hold on. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this part of Truman's Matrix, and we're at yeah. the end of the hour. We are. And Natasha's great on that. Those crazy headlines too. So we'll keep her on and go into the next segment. Okay. So that's transhumanism you're talking about there. That's part of the what it we is. call Truman's Matrix. It is, and it flows straight from vaccine yeah. war headlines. So Super. let's go ahead. And- great segue. Perfect. Yep. Natasha, just hang on tight. We're going to go ahead and go to a quick break, yep. and then we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Hale. If you've heard this program before, you know I have been offering website help for many years. In fact, we've been in the business for over 20, and we'd love to help you for anything website-related, even if you just need some advice. It's free. Email support at hailmultimedia.com or call 940-224-6315. Portfolio, pricing, and contacts all on hailmultimedia.com. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drucifer the Aberrant. Beyond the Pale. <laughs> 